opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another session of Book Match. I'm Shannon, facilitating for you once again on this first Thursday in September. First off, thank you so much to Cassandra for hosting for us tonight and to Belle for streaming, connecting to ACB Media 5. Apparently, we were unable to get into Clubhouse, which is sad, but that is just how technology works. So if you haven't been here before, I just want to give you a brief rundown on how this call works. As I said, my name is Shannon, and one of my biggest passions in life is connecting people with books they will love. And so what I ask people to do here is just to enter into a dialogue with me about what you like to read, um, especially if you're looking for recommendations. So some genres that you like, maybe if you have a particular um, format of book you enjoy, whether it's audio, braille, ebook, um, things like that, whether you get your books primarily through Bard or Bookshare, Kindle, Audible, Apple Books, or other places that I might not be thinking of. Um, and then often, depending on what it is um, you are telling me, I may ask you to share with me like three books you have recently read and loved. Now, one of the best things I have found as this call has kind of taken off is that often I won't have a recommendation, but someone in the audience will. And so definitely, if someone's asking for something, you know, feel free to raise your hand and also recommend things to them. It is, of course, possible to stump me. Um, you can ask Allie, she will tell you that it has been done. And if that is the case, I will write it down and I will do some research for you. And if you come back for the next call, I will share with you what I have discovered. So with all of that being said, um, if you are looking for recommendations, please raise your hand. Cassandra will call on you and ask you to unmute. I do generally ask for people to stay muted if you're not speaking, just because we are going out over um, ACB Media, and I figure that's a little bit nicer of a listening experience for people if we don't have a bunch of background noise. So, Allie, you asked me last week to look something up for you, yes. and I have done that. Thank you. You're welcome. So for you, I have two um, possible, I can't think of the word I want, but anyway, I have two possible um, recommendations. And this was for your um, request for sort of like joke books or like books with puns. So the first thing I found is more of a history of how puns and wordplay became a thing. And it is called The Pun Also Rises. And it's by John P. 
Pollock, P-O-L-L-A-C-K. The second one is a book of jokes and puns. And it is called, and this I think is like one of the best titles, It's a Ponderful Life. <laughs> and the author is Gemma, G-E-M-M-A, Corell, C-O-R-R-E-L-L. So I hope Thank that those so are much. what you're looking for. Thank you. I was writing them because I was I was given a request to write them. Someone was like, if she gives you stuff, please write them. <laughs> ah, yes. Also, I was looking through some young adult fantasy, and I know that you are um, a fan of some of that. And there is a new book called House of Marion, and it is M-A-R-I-O. O-N-N-E, and the author is the initial J with a period and then L-E-L-L-E, um, and it looks like a lot of that, like, you know, court intrigue, a little bit of romance, lots of danger, but set oh. in a fantastical, you know, kind of made-up uh, realm. I think that was somebody else that mentioned that one. Yeah, she I mentioned wrote, that they liked that. Yeah, she wrote um, "Wings of Ebony" a couple of years ago, which was her was her debut, and it's gotten a lot of positive uh, buzz. And then this one it just came out a few weeks ago. So, just thought you might be interested. And we have two hands. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. All right. So I think, Allie, that was all I had in my little uh, research queue for you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Cassandra, who do we have? So we have um, Doc followed by Peggy. All right. Doc, well, what can I do for you this evening? Well, can you hear me okay? I absolutely can. Well, good. Um, I'm looking for more books on uh, near-death experiences. I've read uh, My Day in Heaven by Richard, oh boy, Sigmund, I think was his last name. And I've just finished a book called After by Bruce Grayson. MD, a psychiatrist. So I was looking for something else that uh, is along that contains near-death experiences. And are you looking for like more sort of nonfiction about that or fiction? Oh, that... yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, then there's one that comes to mind off the top of my head. And then I will have to research um, to find you a couple more. But the one that comes to mind off the top of my head is by the author Mitch Album. And he has written a bunch of both nonfiction and um, fiction that kind of tackles this. Mm -hmm. So it might be worth checking out um, some of his stuff to see if it is what you're looking for. But I know that I have seen 
like actual sort of, you know, memoirs and recountings of people's personal experiences with this. So if you will return next week, I will be happy to give you some titles. Okay. Is Mitch uh, the author Tuesday with Maury? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's just thought that name was familiar i i've heard that there's a a, a person named kubler roth uh an author that did kubler ross i think is the name yeah elizabeth kubler ross um is a psychiatrist psychologist and I know that yeah. she has written some like different theories about things like she's written a lot about grief um, I'm not sure if she has written anything on near-death experiences, but I like I said, does. I will. Has so she? I do inter- yeah, uh, I, ha- no. I have to run for supper, but it's uh, it's Deborah uh, Duck. I was on the uh, other call with you and Holly. There's another uh, author. I can't remember the name of the, the book, but the author is Betty Eadie, and uh, she's written a couple of books about uh, like near-death experiences. What's the spelling of the last name of Debbie? Uh, Edie, uh, what is it? Edie, uh, I've never actually seen it written out, um, but, um, perhaps someone could look for, uh, look for it for you. Mika, <laughs> will you be my Googler again this evening? Of course, yes. I'm looking. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. The author is Betty Edie. Yeah. <laughs> But I got her last home. name. Is Edie? spelled E. It's E A D I E. Okay. Yeah. E A D I E. Thank you. No, E A D as in dog. Oh. Okay. Yep. Well, I have a lot of hearing loss, so and, and also I'm only interested in books that are in Bard. Ah. Okay. Well, that might be. You'll have to. Um, you can check, but like I said, I can do. Some specific um, looking for you um, no. for next week, and I can give you a list. Yeah, I could do Bookshare too, but okay, that's my I will second do my, choice. I will do okay, my best. Shannon, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Appreciate your help. You're welcome, Peggy. Okay. Bye now. Okay. Um. One of the theories that I really love is um, Reese Bowen, um, the spine, Royal Spineness books. Oh, yes. And I love those. I guess there's some, I, I like a little bit of history, historical, which that has some historical. Um, and I, I like uh, sort of, I guess that's a little cozy, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's a little, she's sort of an innocent kind of thing, but and a little bit of mystery, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like those. Um, I've also been reading the um, Deanna Rayburn books about. Oh, I uh, love her. Yeah, she's her books. Her series on um, Speedwell there, or whatever, are, are very good. So those are again kind of historical. Um, and then I think on one of the podcasts, uh, somebody mentioned the uh, Lady Emily books. Those are good too. You know, I don't know. They're oh all yeah, Tasha of- Alexander. Yes, yes, yes. So I've I've kind of read those, and I like that kind of style, I guess. Um, you know, um, and and I 
I do either Bard or Audible usually, so. So the first thing unrelated to what you've said just now is that I thought I would tell you there is a new Lucy scorebook in the world. I did see that. I, I, I did just buy that from. Uh, Yay! I found the whole series. Two of them were on Bard, so I bought the third one. Uh, I'm going on vacation overseas, so I have to stock up on a lot of books. So. Absolutely. Yeah, so I downloaded the first two from Bard, and then I bought the third one from from uh, Audible. So, yeah, I absolutely loved the first one, which is Things okay. We Never Got Over. Yep, yep. Um, with like my whole heart, and then Things We Hide from the Light. I will say I liked. I did not love. Okay. Um, a good friend of mine read the third one already, and she said that it is every bit as good as the first one, and is oh, everything great. that the second one wasn't. So I'm hoping oh. I have I have very high hopes. Good, um, good. But in terms of your sort of historical mystery with like a little bit of romance, mm -hmm. um, I have a couple of things. So Victoria Thompson has written a couple of series. Um, one of them is called Counterfeit Lady. And it is set right around the time of World War One, And it's about a woman named Elizabeth who is from like a family of con artists. And oh. she has decided that she wants to like fit into sort of high society in New York City. And so as she tries to do this, of course, you're going to have, you know, all kinds of like capers and Cool yes. things like that. You'll have some mystery. Oh, um, there is a romance. So those are good. She also has a more Victorian series, which is called the Gaslight Mystery Series. Um, and so okay. those could be something um, that, yeah, that you I would enjoy it. as well. And that was um, Thompson? If you like Victoria Kate. Thompson. Yeah, okay. Yes. And those are on Bard and on Audible. Um, okay. I'm not the biggest fan of the commercial narrator for the Counterfeit Lady series, but obviously, you know, narrators are always sort of subjective and what I <laughs> love, you know, someone else right. might not and what right. I dislike someone else might love. Um, the other author that I would recommend to you that is, I think, a pretty common read-alike for Deanna Rayborn is Anna Lee Huber. And her stuff, I know you'll find on Bard. Oh, okay, great. All right, well, you've given me a couple more to look up before I go on to download before I go on my trip. <laughs> well, have a safe trip and, of course, happy reading. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, Shannon. You're welcome. All right, Sheila. Hi, yeah. Shannon. Hello. Um, I just wanted to tell Doc that um, 80s, Got a couple of books on Bard. Ah, very good. And it, let me hang on. Give me one second. Embraced by the Light is one of them. And then the other sequel to that is The Awakening Heart. So well, thank you for looking uh, that up. Yeah, I, I love Bard. <laughs> so Bard and, is quite good. Yes. What was the um? You, you said Victoria Thompson. What before the Gaslight series? What was the oh Counterfeit Lady? And is that by the same author? It is. 
Okay. It is. Okay. Um, the Gaslight Mysteries would be the first series that she wrote. And then, um, and that's a big series. It's like 20 something books long. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think about 2017, she started writing the Counterfeit Lady books. And so there are like seven or eight of those now. Okay. Well, I'm in the middle of reading the, um, Alison Brennan, Max Maxine. Oh, Revere. Revere, yes. Yes. And, uh, I'm in the middle of that, and I'm I've got to finish these before I move on. But there's you can never have too many books. So absolutely, I will say just FYI, there is a new um, Alison Brennan, which is called North of Nowhere, um, and it's a it's a standalone, so not part of a series. Well, I read the latest one that she had on Bard, and I loved that. And I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I just read it like two weeks ago. Yeah, this one is pretty new, so I, do, I have not seen it on Bard yet. Uh -huh. um, I know it's in Audible and Bookshare. Um, and I, I just probably... I love her books. I, yes, I, just I do think too. She writes really well. So, well, thank you I for like doing this lot. call. I really enjoy it. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm so glad you enjoy it. No more hands at this time. Mika, I have some recommendations for you from Yay. last week. Okay. Yeah. So you asked me for books with like the wonderful sort of grovel uh, themes in them. Yes. And I found a few um some of these i'm not sure if you've read so i wrote them down just in case you hadn't um have you read any of the um helen huang like the kiss quotient and the bride i have test? not okay so the bride oh. test which is technically the second in that series but this is not a series that you would need to read um, in order, even, you know, like the, you'll see some characters that carry over, but not in any way that should like spoil things for you. Um, but in the kit, uh, in the bride test, there is a, like a very, very nice sort of groveling, um, scene that really, I think like makes the romance special. Ooh. Um, I would also recommend a couple of books by Mariana Zapata. And she um, wrote like Culty, which a lot of people love. But the Grovel books that I think she's best known for are The Best Thing and Luna and the Lie. And okay. also we have... Um, you know, Nalini Singh in her Guild Hunter series, um, which is urban fantasy, so probably not best read out of order. Um, the fourth book in there, which is Archangel's Blade, which is, I think, one of my very favorite in that series just as a whole. Um, there are some really cool moments between Honor and Dimitri where you really get that, like, you know groveling sort of a sort of vibe 
And Thank lastly, you. we have The Unwanted Wife by Natasha Anders, which is kind of like a marriage of convenience that goes wrong. And you have sort of that, again, like grovel, you know, partway through. A lot of the ones that I found were historical. And I wasn't sure um, that that would be something that would make you happy. Um, I do like I do like some historical as long as it's like as long as there's like some kind of adventure mm-hmm. element to it or you know what I mean like something like that yeah a lot of the ones that I was seeing that would fit this would be more sort of like the the regencies um, gotcha like Sarah McLean I know is known for you know her like redemption of her heroes um and the whole, you know, groveling thing. I know, like, she has done some really good things, like, with the Day of the Duchess in her um, Scandal and Scoundrel series. But I don't know, maybe Sherry Thomas um, in some of her historicals that tend to have a little bit more of that, like, adventurous feel um, might might work for you in, in that way. I will try these out. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. Do we have no ma'am? No ma'am. All right. Oh, well, oh. we have iPhone. iPhone unmute and tell Lynn. me who you are. Hello. <laughs> I forgot sorry to send you the thing about how to read. I, I keep forgetting to do it. So I'm sorry. And <laughs> I'm okay. sorry about earlier when I thought I was muted and I wasn't. I apologize oh, that's for okay. I had I did a chuckle and I'm sorry. Oh uh, yeah, anyway. well, you know. But there are worse things in the world than than someone laughing. I know. <laughs> um so um I wasn't gonna talk except that since you don't have anybody, I will ask. Um I really enjoyed and I know that you know this already, I really enjoyed the Wagons West series. Oh and um Wagon Train book. And I, I want some more about that. <laughs> more stuff on that so there's not like i'm not thinking of any like huge series like the dana fuller ross okay um, but there are a lot of like western um like some of the western romances do that you know have like a, a wagon train theme like roseanne bittner has done a few um, that do not mm-hmm. only like the the westward expansion via like wagon train, but also sort of the like building of the railroad. Oh um, wow! Okay. Yeah, so her stuff. She writes. She still writes now, but a lot of her best books were, you know, like years ago. Um, Thunder on the Plains is one okay. that comes to mind. Um, there's Shameless, but it's Bittner, B-I-T-T-N-E-R. And so okay. that could definitely be um, something mm-hmm. to look at. Um, really Lorraine Heath that. also Lorraine. has, Lorraine Heath, H-E-A-T-H, uh-huh. also has a trilogy. Um, and I want to say the first one is Texas Destiny. And it is about like three brothers who have come west. And I think there's like some mail order bride themes. Um, 
I know one oh. of the books does have like the, you know, traveling west um, in a wagon. Oh, wow. Um, and if we go way back, there's also Irresistible by Catherine Hart. And I will say that some of these, you know, because we're talking about books that were written quite a few years ago, are not, um, like, they're going to be problematic in in some ways. Um, You know, the language isn't perhaps going to be the best. And Mm -hmm. consent um, in some of these might be a bit dubious. So Mm -hmm. if those are things, you know, that that you have trouble with you um certainly pay attention yeah Yeah. you know pay attention to kind of how that is but i would say those would be some things um that that you could you could check out um that might sort of scratch that i know it's not quite the same feel as that really long um dana fuller ross series well, yeah, but it's still um, got the same, you know, some of the same ideas. And, yeah, you know, I just, I can't think of anything that's quite as, like, epic. Uh, she really went into, went, into, went into detail on that. It was great. I I didn't think I was going to like it, actually. And then it's like, I don't know. I, I'm not a, a Wild West girl, but I guess I am. <laughs> well, see, you just never know. Like, book. And I wouldn't like to watch it. Like, I, my grandmother used to love to watch John Wayne movies. and I don't oh like God. that. Yes, but... John Wayne. <laughs> Yes, and like all the like cowboys and uh, yeah, like bank robbers and (laughs) my grandfather always used to say to me after he would watch a movie like that, "Ride, baldy ride." (laughs) 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 No, I don't. I don't necessarily want to um, watch those things either. But I do sometimes uh, get into like a an old west. Have you read the Amy Harmon book that does um, like the whole westward thing? It's called Where the Lost Wander. No. Ah, well then that one might also work for you. Okay. Thank and you I very kind of much. figure you can't go wrong with an Amy Harmon. Absolutely not. <laughs> Nope. No, ma'am. Wow, I don't even know if I have that one. I have to look. Okay. Oh, well, thank you so much. I can't remember if that one is on Bard. I know some of hers are. Um, well, I will have a look. Maybe it is, I, and that's why, you know. But yeah. Anyway. I, I can't remember. I know I read an early copy um, before it came out a few years ago, and now, so now I can't remember where the actual, like, finished book is. Yeah. Well, that's fine. So anyway, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Mika, followed by Joshua. Can we take Joshua? Uh, oh, oh, no. Can, oh, no, go Mika, ahead to Joshua. I, I called you. Okay. You didn't uh, <laughs> You didn't raise your hand. So, no, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, first, I have two Wild West uh, books for Lynn. Ooh. One is called Under the Desert Moon by Marsha Canham, which is C-A-N-H-A-M. And it is it is literally everything that you would ever want in a Western. And it's pretty darn funny. So um, in places. Oh, that's great. And it's absolutely like it's a romp. And it's like a Western. I think of it as like a Western road trip. So it's a lot oh, of fun. Thank you. 
Um, I could have used it for the road trip episode. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we I didn't think about it until just now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the other book is um, this one is definitely an older Sandra Brown one. It is the <gasps> is one of the first romances that I ever read, and definitely is a little bit problematic. But <laughs> if you can get past that, it is um, Hidden Fires by Sandra Brown. And yes. It is absolutely delightful. I read this book as a teenager when I probably wasn't supposed to be reading it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. Um, and it is absolutely it is absolutely fantastic. So I think you would really enjoy it. No, thank it's you. Also, Mika. Sunset Embrace and Another Dawn um, by Sandra Brown that do that old west thing. And Mika, aren't there some Beverly Jenkins books? Yes, yes, there are. Um and I'm blanking on the title of the first of the first one in this series. Who was the author? It's Beverly Jenkins. She is absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, she and is. she has a lot of old West and a lot of like African American, like mm-hmm. how African Americans, like how um, our involvement was in the old West. Oh, um, wow. so she talks a lot about like the black cowboys and just oh it's really oh. it's really really great so i, I would definitely that. look her up she is fantastic yeah she is amazing i love vivid i love indigo um i love wild rain so she's got a ton there of books are. you you might be in the old west for a while it's true it's true. Okay. <laughs> the, the the series I just read had something like, I don't know, 30 books or something like that. It was really huge. Yeah, that was a huge series. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shannon, I had a I had a trope for you. Or a, uh, yeah, a trope for you. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if you could recommend some romances or romance adjacent books about um about people getting revenge and not getting revenge on the other protagonist but getting revenge in general and just basically tearing everything up in order to get that revenge and get what they do (laughs) revenge is 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 i knew you love it (laughs) so first off um and these i would say are more like romance adjacent as opposed to straight up romance but fern michael has her sisterhood series and these are like revenge uh vigilante justice at its finest they're kind of over the top and silly in some of it like it's not gonna be always like you know you couldn't pull uh, pull off these revenge heists in in real life which is probably good but she writes it so so well um and i love the idea of like women sort of you know banding together and bringing down people who have sort of gamed the system and people whose like power and privilege have allowed them to you know get away with all kinds of things that they shouldn't so that is a phenomenal series they are very short um probably i don't know seven or eight hours in audio and i know audio isn't always your um you know your your first choice which is probably fine here because the narrator for some of these i don't like a lot um but you can definitely find them in bookshare and kindle um 
There is also Courtney Milan's Worth Saga. And the first book in that series starts with Revenge. Um, so you could definitely look into that. Okay. And let's see. There is uh, Karina Holly. She has her uh, Sins and Needles series. And the first book is Sins and Needles. And I have loved these for a long time. Um, and they have a phenomenal revenge plot. A little dark. Um, not in a like an abusive way necessarily, but there there are some some dark things here. Um, but it is a fantastic series that I am always recommending to people um, if they you know are looking for revenge books. Awesome, thank you. You're welcome. And Joshua. Hi, can uh, can you guys hear me? Okay. I can. Okay, Avec. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. As you're talking, I'm trying to remember all these. Oh dear. Um, first of all, uh, for for Lynn, I want to. I want to recommend when you said uh, Sandra Brown, Sunset Embrace, and um, this uh, the the the, the, set, the second book. I've read. I, I've read those two book two books by Sandra Sandra Brown, and I, I definitely recommend. I definitely recommend that those that two books. That the, those are very good books if you're into westerns and. Uh, if you didn't mention them, Catherine Anderson, I I I I, I really like yes. I, I really I, I really like a lot of her. I really really like a lot a lot of her stuff. She just very good job. It's definitely formulaic a little bit, but but there but there, she's very good though. Um, yes, she is. There's a four a four book series, the Keegan Paxton family series. There is Keegan's Lady, um, Early Dawn, Summer Breeze, and Lucky Penny. You need you. you you don't have to read them in that order, but if you do, you kind of get a better sense of the overall story. If you do, those are those are very good. And for Mika, who's looking for revenge books, um, if, you, if you want a real classic, and this is long, but do not let the length deter you. I let this deter me for years, and I read this book. I'm like, oh my gosh, this book is is. You want a book that's revenge and full of action. I mean, it's 19th century action, but still action nonetheless. You got. If you've not read *The Count of Monte Cristo* by, Alexa by Alexandra Dumas, if you're looking for a, for a book about revenge, that that's very interesting. How how, how Edmund, how Dante's, how he gets revenge against the men that uh, you know that wronged him. It's it, it's a very interest, it's a very interesting book. Um, I, I recommend that. And for modern books about revenge, these um, these are these are a little bit too girly for me, but I still liked them. Olivia Goldsmith. I, I mean, you, you got to yes. check out, you got to yes. check out the first wives club and young wives. Young those books wives. Are hilarious. They're hilarious. Yeah. Both of those books are very, 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 very funny. And how those girls get, get back. It's especially young wives. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. That, there's some parts from there. That, that, I mean, uh, you know, there's some parts from there that are just very, very funny. And, uh, you know, the, the first wives club and then, and then oh. young wives, the, those books are great. And if you yes. read Bard, Pam, if you're on Bard NLS, Pam Ward freaking nailed the First Wives Club. Oh my gosh, she did such a good job with the narration. And 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 and, and though, though I am not I am not a huge Annie Waters fan. I never will be a big fan of her. She she did do okay with Young Wives. She did better. She did better than I um 
than than I expected. I have to give her credit for that. But um, those are those are some books that I would uh, definitely recommend. And but the thing about revenge books, they have to be written well. I mean, if, if they're yeah, not written, if, they, if they're not written well, they'll just they'll be silly or really dumb or just I mean or or I mean I mean yeah. you don't really care about the characters. I mean, I'm somebody if I'm going to read a book, I I I, I have to care. I I have to care about the characters and I want to know that it's going to turn out well. I don't want to start a book and I'm like, eh, I'm reading the book. I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't really care what happens to these guys, which then I'll probably won't finish it. I mean, it just, I mean, I guess, like I said, it depends. There's but also I mean, Pen Pals by Olivia um, Goldsmith. I've not yes. read that one yet. Another one is the, the, not really Revenge, but the bestseller. That's, that's interesting. The bestseller. Oh, yeah, that's, it's that's like a publishing the, book. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's not revenge, but that's about the publishing. It really kind of tell you. You learn about the publishing industry. I read that book. I read that book uh, when I was much. I read that book much too young. Uh, you know, whenever I was, you Didn't know, we all. Uh, but 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 the best the bestseller. That's another interesting one by Olivia Goldsmith. She's written some. She's written some interesting books. Regardless. Um, yeah, I, you know, I like, like her a lot. There, there's definitely. There's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of interesting uh, romance uh, romance writers out. I mean, it, it, I mean, if you're looking for, I mean, uh, who, um, uh, Judith. Oh, what, what's her name? Uh, there's some off. I can't. I can't think of her name. She's written. She's written. Uh, I can't. I can't think of her. But there, there's a bunch of different. There's yeah. The, uh, the Kathleen Woodowitz. She's very good too. I don't know if you ever read Kathleen Woodowiss. I've I've read, I've I've, been, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed her books. Um, I've, en I've enjoyed her books a lot. Kathleen Woodowiss. Kathleen yeah, Woodowiss is a classic. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. believe it or not, believe it or not, they actually just started. I want if you did, in case anybody didn't know this and anybody's into Audible, they actually oh, have know. a few. Of her, they actually have a few of her books commercially available. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, I thought I, th I thought they would never arrive. I had to wait for some of those books for over a year before on Audible. I'm like, they kept pushing. Oh the yeah, they kept back. pushing I'm them like, back. Yeah, I mean, but I got to say, some of the some of those some of those readers, though, compared to what we have, the reader, the lady they have reading Shanna commercially, she cannot compare to either Jill Tanner or Barbara Caruso. No, either with their Barbara two, either Caruso. one of those ladies. Barbara Caruso did the newer version of Shanna. Jill Tanner, uh, I, I like both ladies ladies very very much. Those are uh, some 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 good classic narrators, in my opinion. When I when I heard the new the ver their version of Shanna, I went, uh, "Wait a minute, you got to be kidding me! This is the person you guys got to read." She, I was like, "No, it's not working, folks." But but uh, the lady was on the. If you're looking for a book about yeah revenge, I thought about the yes. I don't know why I didn't. If you're looking for a book that has some very interesting revenge elements in it, pedals on the Pedals on the River oh, by Kathleen Woodowiss. That that that's the first book that I ever read by her. And the, the, the new the new the new narrator for Audible, Cassandra York. I got to say, she did she, she did a much much better job than I expected. She didn't she did an excellent job read, reading that book. And uh, if you're into Audible, I definitely recommend her version. Mary Woods for NLS. She she's okay, but she cannot do Irish accents or British accents to save her life. So I kind of wish they would have chosen 
you know, even even somebody even somebody like my like Michael McCullough or uh, you know oh, yeah. somebody like that would have even somebody like that would have done a better job. Or one of my favorite analysts narrators has got to be Gabriella Cavallero. You want to hear oh, somebody read a romance book yeah, the way that good. it's supposed to be done? She she she'll do it for you. I mean, or Cecilia Redette. Uh, Cecilia Redette. I I I like I like her too. Um, I like her, but yeah, those are those are just some of my uh, recommendations that you know. Well, like thank I said, you so I, much. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I'm 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 forever I'm forever. Uh, yes, dog, I'll pet you. <laughs> we got well, this this one one of the dogs on 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 on, um, on our bed. This dog, she insists on me keep uh, scratching behind her ear. She keeps batting at me to pet her. I'm like, I'm trying to have a conversation here, dog, and I'm want me to pet you at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, those are those are some of my those are some of my. Uh, uh, book recommendations. So, well, thank you so much. No, no problem. Cassandra. All right, we are clear right now. We had a couple oh. people come in, so we'll see if they raise their hands. Yes, I saw that we did have a couple people uh, popping in and popping out. Um, I do want to thank everybody for having such great recommendations tonight i'm always glad when people can come in and and share some of the things that they love um i want to talk a little bit about some of the places that i get books from especially some that a lot of people don't think to utilize sometimes i am a big fan of my public library and i know that for a long time a lot of the public libraries were lacking in terms of like downloadable audiobooks um, and ebooks that were accessible. But now, through their Libby app, you can download just like a ton of things, depending, of course, on your library's collection. But their ebooks will also um, work well with voiceover because you can send them to your Kindle or your Kindle app if you use, um, you know, if you have a like an actual Kindle device or if you have a Kindle app on your phone or tablet. And so I read a lot of things through Libby um, through my public library, which A is is nice because I'm not always buying um you know, all the books that I might want to read, which could be very expensive. And also because I think it's important to support libraries um, in our communities. It helps to support authors, but also I think kind of keeps libraries relevant. Um, I am also a fan, of course, of, you know, some of the more traditional um, ways of getting books, Audible, um, Kindle when it's working, which I think um, they have finally fixed their most recent accessibility bug. If I could just get the update to show up for me, I would be happy. Um, Audible, Bookshare, Bard. Um, I do some Apple books, although not as, as often. I also am very happy when libraries utilize Hoopla which is a secondary um, app that a lot of libraries use. And they are a little bit different from Libby in that you have instant borrows instead of having to put things on hold so they don't have a limit like how many patrons can download a book at the same time, where Libby, the libraries have to buy like individual licenses. And so sometimes you will 
you know, have to wait. Um, and library hold lists are sometimes very um, formidable. <laughs> I have seen some that are, you know, it won't even give me like a number of weeks. It'll just say like several months. And usually when it says several months, I know they're talking about like more than six. And so that always makes me a little sad because like, I don't want to wait six months to read something. I mean, probably it's fine if I do, because I have, you know, always like a plethora of things to read. But just the idea that the library is saying, oh, no, no, you can't have this for six months or more is is a little disappointing to me sometimes. Um, so those are just some places that you can check out in, you know, in your communities to see if they have books that you might be interested in. Um, and then of course, like I said, you know, there are always the Bard and Bookshare and Audible. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of places are working to sort of make books affordable. Like there are sub subscription services like Scribd, which is S-C-R-I-B-D. And you can pay a monthly subscription and have access to their catalog. And I think it's something like, I don't know, like $11 a month when last I looked. Um, Amazon, of course, also does Kindle Unlimited, which is a similar kind of idea. And Audible, now Audible used to have their romance package, which they discontinued and sort of revamped into Audible Plus. And I know that with Audible Plus, you know, you pay a small fee and get access to whatever is in the Audible Plus catalog without having to use credits. And if you have a membership where you use credits or you get credits every month, like you don't have to, you don't have to spend them on those books, which, you know, sometimes is nice. But I don't find the selection in Audible Plus to be nearly as as good as what it was in the romance package. But if you read outside the romance genre, then you are probably happier with um, Audible Plus than you would have been with the romance package. I have a Siamese cat who is singing the song of the Siamese um, from some very distant part of my apartment. So I do apologize if that is um, coming through the recording. Um, Siamese are, are very vocal and she has many, many opinions on, on books and food and numerous other things. Um, I want to check in with Cassandra to see if we have anyone that is looking for my attention. No, ma'am, not at this time. All right. So I always talk a bit about new books. And so I think that is, you know, a worthwhile thing to do here. So as I mentioned to Peggy earlier in the call, there is a new Lucy Score book, which came out this week. And it is the third in her Knock em Out series. And it is called The Things We Left Behind. And this is a series that I would say is probably best read in order. Um, 
you know, some romances you can kind of read out of order and still do okay with understanding like the main crux of the story. But I would say this one could be a little tricky if you don't have um, all of the the context that you might have wanted, you know, to, to better understand where things are going. Um, I also am really excited about some mystery stuff that came out. Um, we have a book called Suddenly a Murder. And it is by Lauren Munez, who wrote this thing about a group of high school students who go on this sort of getaway. And it's a 1920s themed getaway. And apparently all kinds of things go terribly wrong, um, you know, in a way that is kind of creepy and bad. Um, So that is one that I am very excited about. Of course, if you are a Nora Roberts slash J.D. Robb fan, you are probably ready for her next book. And this one is Payback in Death. It is number 57. Count them. 57 in this series. Um, I am far, far, far from current, although I read them sort of out of order um, back in the day. But I am so like not caught up with this. Um, But if you are a more dedicated reader of this series than I am, um, you might want to pick it up. We also have a debut, which is called Mother Daughter Murder Night. And it is by Nina Simon. It is about a family brought together by the murder of one of their neighbors. So that one looks intriguing to me. If you love really spooky, like terrifying villains, then you want to pay attention to Mary Burton. Um, The House Beyond the Dunes is her latest, but she has a huge backlist that is definitely worth checking out. Um, So those are some mysteries. If you are looking for kind of fantasy, paranormal, things like that, um, Shannon McGuire has put out the latest in her October Day series. This is Sleep No More. It is October Day, number 17. We also have a new Molly Harper, which a lot of people really like. Um, this is Witches Get Stuff Done. It is the first book in a new series by her, which is called Starfall. Uh, what is it? Starfall point yep starfall point book one and again that is the new molly harper so and we're at are... nine minutes we're at Perfect. nine minutes thank you you're welcome <clears throat> so those are a few sort of fantastical things if that is something that you're into um other than that i think that is all i have for tonight So if we don't have any more hands, I think instead of just stretching it out needlessly, um, I think we can go ahead and call it for the night. I can give another minute or so to see if we have anybody who has anything left to add. Um, And if not, 
then I will ask Cassandra to go ahead and close us out. Again, thank you all so much for being here this week. I love your participation and your questions. And if I promised you um, some research, come back next week and I will do my best to match you.